And we're back once again for a show that is unlike any other. It is the Sounds Welcome Podcast. Hey. And tonight, tonight of all nights, actually, let's 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 just give a warm welcome back <coughs> to Eric because Eric's been on like every episode. This actually you weren't on last week. I don't think I was. No. Dude, last week was a lot of fun. Like we're 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 gonna have Mark and Zach back on again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you guys tuned in last week, you heard Mark and Zach, and we were talking about some of the best albums of the year, and we kind of got like on this like crazy tangent about like Mac DeMarco, which I don't really think his album is that high up on the list. But I did I did like um, that that one that came out this year. So you know, oh, it's whatever. But I got to introduce you all to one of my very best friends who's on the radio tonight. His name is KJ. Hello, hello. I don't got much more of an intro than that. (laughs) (laughs) How's the night been so far? Uh, It's been fun. It's been like three years since I've been in OU, so uh, everything's just weird. I'm a little stoned, too, so it's cool. Heck yeah. (laughs) Well, we love to hear that. Um, Well, we're going to be talking about tonight a bit more of a divergent subject, more of the best hip-hop albums, because I brought the best two (laughs) hip-hop gurus I know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me what the affectation is. (laughs) I really hope Patrick and Ellis are listening right now. <laughs> oh, they're having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But um, we're going to go to some uh, more music in a minute. But when we come back, actually, KJ is going to be talking about uh, a project that he's been working on uh, lately, and that is uh, Quality Time, which is his band, and also Toad Socks, which is a project on the same label, uh, recorded in the same house as well. So he's going to give us some details about how all of that got started this year and uh, what to look forward to in the future for Quality Time and Toad Socks. So do stay tuned for the rest of this cast. It's going to be awesome. What was the inspiration for the school theme around Mystery Class Records? We <laughs> we just decided to keep the school theme. Like, we just like the whole idea. So mostly on Halloween, though, we're going to be playing, or at least demoing a lot of tracks. Me, personally, I only got a, cu- I only got a couple. Just, but And then I'll be also working with uh, Quality Time on theirs. That's cool. sick. Uh, also, our buddy Chan uh, Zorka, who will be doing a DJ set there as well, and I will be freestyling on that as well. Oh man, it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't uh, recollect on that that first DJ set with uh, oh. Zorka. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't even think Eric knows about this story. Uh, I don't think I did. This was what 2014, 2013. Yeah, it was sometime <laughs> in high school. Oh, God. <laughs> so we were uh, well, Chan, our friend Chan. Was it was it was it his first like DJ set? I think. I believe it was his, like actually ex- like very first. Okay, so um, it was at this venue called McSalty's, which I'm not even sure if they're still open. I think they're closed down. Because like, last time I called them, which I want to say a year or two ago, they were closed. Yeah, R.I.P. McSalty's. <laughs> the, be- the best venue name in Oklahoma. They broke my first bone. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so we're, so we're on our way to this uh, McSalty's show, and we have like a lot of like just like extra stuff like put up put up together like i think i had like a deadpool costume yeah that i was uh, that i changed it oh my gosh now we're getting a call okay give me give me one second i think somebody's going to add some input into this if i can get them to uh to uh be live on the air uh let's see are we are we live in the studio right now who is this nope no can you, can you hear me no we are, are are we in here? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm here. Are you here? I am physically here. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritually, I'm out of here. 
I am all things Are except you interdimensional space. <laughs> I am all things except here. Everywhere. Well, you know, uh, I, th I think we're, we were going to have a caller, but I'm not really sure if they're going to respond to us. Mm? Yeah. No? No? I feel like I know who the caller would be. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should call back again if uh, if you if if you want to. Oh. Wait, we can hear you now. <laughs> who who is this? Hello. Who are you? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. Well, um. That's our good buddy, uh, Cymbalta. Cymbalta, yeah. <laughs> Cymbalta, at least de Glasper. De Glasper. Yeah, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. That was, that was a fun little. Well, we're, 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 we're talking about mixed salties, salt. yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should take it away. Oh. So I had a Gumby suit, which I bought for $4 from a high school kid, so I don't know where that came from. But I wore it to the show, and it was the first time I've been on stage since I think like fifth grade. And <laughs> I had no idea what the song was. I, I wasn't the closest friends with, with Chan, but like, uh, he just like, yo, you got a suit? Yeah, come on stage. What made it worse was that there were some friends that I've known for like six years that were there. So you're up there in the Gumby mask. Couple songs get crazy, and then uh, me and Chan start jumping up and down. And uh, I land on my leg wrong, and he just lands right on it. And so I, needless to say, by the end of the night, I had a fractured leg. But that's not the, the, like, the most entertaining part was that I'm still dancing on stage with a, with a bad ankle. And then Kalen just pops in with a... <laughs> There, there, there is a video. There is a video of this out there. I, I, wa I wanted to take it down so bad. <laughs> I don't like seeing myself dance. Like essentially, do like a one arm pump it up and then just completely sit on off stage for like five minutes. But no, you took. We went. You went center stage and you went ahead and went in front of Chan like a what? A, I want to say like a balance beam essentially. And you were twerking in the suit. And then just dancing across the entire time. And this was not like a 15 minute set. I don't know this. I don't know how places usually do sets, but jeez, <laughs> it was like an hour and a half set. I, sh <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I, I had unsharpened katanas on me. <laughs> I mean, you had to make it more realistic, like be a real Deadpool. I like to live my life with a motto of like, what would Deadpool do? Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a good way to live. It, gotta live dangerous. Always be on the edge. <laughs> I, dude, I came home from that night with the fattest ankle. I mean, yeah, like, dude. I was in a cast. You stomped on that thing. It was crazy. It was just a leap up, land badly, and I don't crack. know. I don't know how you didn't end up like Patrick, just crippled for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, probably just adrenaline, dude. He probably like reset the bone while he's like. Uh, pumping you know i well like once i had the gumby suit on i was just like nah i'm one with the green like i'm the clay <laughs> i have to be like a broken ankle nah i can put the clay back together and i have to keep dancing although eh, for one foot dancing that was not bad maybe i was also trying to impress some friends <laughs> <laughs> you stayed up there for a good while it was crazy i think i think you're trying to suck yourself out of the fact that you had <laughs> just broken your ankle it's crazy what uh, anonymity will do to one's confidence oh yeah dude once i put the gumby suit on i was like who am i all right i'm gumby <laughs> uh.
But yeah, no, that 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 was that was a tangent. But yeah, Zorka is going to be back and hopefully not breaking any ankles. Hopefully, uh, I'll be wrapping over it. Hopefully on a chair this time, so <laughs> <clears throat> it'll be cool. But um, we got the whole uh, basement set up. Everything's actually looking really good. Um, we con- they're con- we're constantly practicing. Well, I say we're half of us are constantly <laughs> practicing. Well, uh, we're 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 all a little busy because we still have regular jobs, but. Since we all got together and actually with went and started the company together, like we're all still dedicated. That's what I did. Mm, I will help with them, and since I just scrapped my project, uh, I'm having Bailey and Jerry and everyone else like really help me like orchestrate with what I'm got. So like their album, it's shoot. We, they missed the deadline because the person who who's mastering the music, he got sick, uh, so okay. it, it's a little delayed. But the art. Artworks, I believe, is done, and we're just honestly waiting for release. I think at least by November third. Heck yeah! And then, uh, the, and w- which project is this for again? Uh, this for toad or no uh, quality time? Yeah, this okay. is quality time. Okay, cool. And then uh, it's go the blank asleep. Literally, I believe, if I remember correctly, unless they changed it. Uh, like that, like that book. Yeah. Uh, who 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 narrates that book? Shh. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about though, right? It's like. Yes, because I remember, I believe that's how they pitched it to our good friend, uh, Marissa, who does <laughs> our artwork for all of our stuff. Oh, Marissa's doing the artwork? Dude, no, she does, she's everything visually with Mystery Class. Like, uh, our good, good friend, Patrick, he does, he did our Toad Socks logo, which he just redid. Actually, I need to pay him back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, our Toad... Yeah. To oh, open commission, <laughs> commissions are open. For, yes, for Patrinko. For Patrinko, um, he. Uh, oh, it, w- it was narrated. It was narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. Why did I forget about that? Wait, really? Yeah, but the book is by Adam uh, Mansbach. Huh. That's what? Yeah, yeah, no. There's yeah, there's like a narration of uh, Sam Jackson just like basically reading a children's story called "Go the Go the <laughs> Go the." Oh no! Wait, hang on. Go the. To sleep. Hey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, so she's doing the artwork for that. She's finished my uh, my cover. She's done uh, Chan's covers. Suzorka's covered as well. Um, Patrick's done our actual logo for her company, and as well as Toad Socks. So, like, there are, like, very, like, specific artists that we like to have. Because eventually we plan on having like an art wall that features artists, so we can keep featuring and having more people that makes like really good aesthetically stuff, and clothes. Yeah, I, I find uh, the cover arts to be so important to like the modern streaming era. Oh, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could get away with having a crappy cover back in the past, but now it's like music is so visual, especially yeah. with like Spotify doing those. Um, those, yeah, like those like, like short videos. Yeah, they have like moving. Uh, I guess you, you couldn't really call them gifts because sometimes they are like full movies like playing. But like when you're on your phone and you're playing the track back to yourself, like sometimes there's like, yeah, yeah, like uh, imagery that's like that plays behind them. True. And then like with like lemonade and stuff, like it seems to be. Um, Beyonce's a lemonade? multimedia pursuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Beyonce. Like, uh, I don't know. I find visual albums. I think it's going to be the future. Um, I mean, of course, there's still going to be artists out there that aren't going to care about the visuals, but... True. I mean... I think it can only add... I mean, you got, like, JPEG, who did All My Heroes is Cornballs, and he made a visual that's very slightly different for every track. And, like, 
I listen primarily through YouTube Music, so I switch to the video option a lot, and it's just it's very subtle, but I wouldn't expect it. Mm -hmm. But it's a very nice like hook, especially if you make like a trash album. Then if you have like a bad like a good cover, this gives you that like what two percent chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, wasn't that the whole like um, like ever all all the promotion behind Peggy's album in the first place was just like. This is disappointing. Right. Well, I mean, his name's JPEG Mafia, so, I mean, he's going to have good visuals. You know? Yeah, yeah. True, true. JPEGs for life. Well, <laughs> what was it? The PNG Cartel? That's his fan base? <laughs> <laughs> the PNGs are just better. Dude. Transparency, man. True. They deliver the best memes. Uh, but, man, um, honestly, covers need to just change. Uh, I like to think of an artsy. Like, I'm uh, personally, I'm going for, like, a weird... Uh, I want to say Lil Wayne, like, children's photo or Nas, like, children's photo. Oh, yeah. But, like, I have, like, my, my own rendition of what I want to do. But, like, I feel like most uh, album arts are, like, video game covers. Like, from, like, early 2010 to, like, basically now where you get the cover of just a dude in the front of the cover and that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. true. Like, yo, I love Tyler. I love Tyler, the creator. But, like, oh, yeah, he's I'll a perfect example of, like, someone who literally uses the visual element to reinforce his, like, theming on the album. Oh, were you saying something contrary, though? Oh, actually was a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you don't like his visuals? No, I love his visuals. Like, video-wise, I'm just talking about for his album art. Uh, it, 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 this is just a, a good example of, like, how I feel a lot of uh, albums are. It's like, Igor is just his face. And mm. then, like, the limited edition, you have that, like, really cool, like, uh, Igor looking. I, I saw you pick that up, too. Six months, I think. Was it took that, six months to get here. Was that the same guy that did the Huncho Jack artwork? Yes. yes, oh, yes. Yeah, I don't like that one as much. It's, very, it's almost, like, disorienting. Once you pull it up on a really huge screen, or, like, just hold the album, and then you really look at it, there's, like, there's like a hundred different things on there really? that's just like really small and tiny like I it's have, cool i have put the uh, with the with the hunch jack artwork and or whoever whoever does the art style i don't know who the artist behind that is i think it's the same dude that did it can we look it up uh hunch jack artist like is that like would that be a good what's y'all's opinion of the uh goblin artwork oh i'm pretty sure there's two of them there's like the red one and the blue one there might be more oh uh <clears throat> i thought the blue one was the exact same because i have goblin on vinyl okay um I and like it because it's like a face, but it's also like not anyone involved. It's just like this guy oh. who's been like painted over and like it kind of takes like you were saying, like just putting the artist right in front, kind of that like ballroom singer type style mm -hmm. and then like subverting it and like turning it into this weird like alternate reality type thing. I don't know. I, I like his album covers, but I guess Igor is a good example of like him kind of just not... It, it, it was oh it was, sorry I didn't know it was it was Ralph Steadman Ralph Steadman was the artist oh okay he looks like oh okay he's got like some um, Andy Warhol type vibes he looks like Danny DeVito but yeah. like a little bit more slim he's a lot older <laughs> he's a lot older than I was expected <laughs> like this yeah, I guy, expected like some like teenager with like a ballpoint pen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm being honest but like I I don't want to say like I don't because I love the Igor art I'm just saying like it, it's a good form of like saturation kind of like um. It's honestly like what Brockhampton did, like with the saturations one through three, like how it was just essentially just a mirror's face over and over and over. It, it kind of just to me that I took away that uh, it, same with like video games, same with movies. It's good branding. Book cart. Yeah. yeah, it's like, but a lot of different media just does like the character in front in the middle or like just yeah. the face in the middle. And I don't know. I think saturation two might be my favorite album cover in the last like decade. 
Really? Like, I love that album cover. I would hang it on my wall, like, legitimately. Well, it reminds me of, like, I, I know Patrick didn't say this. I'm not trying to, like, gas him up too much. But, like, he, I think he, like, told me one time about, um, about, like, a good cartoon or just, like, a good, like, figure in any form is, like, something that's identifiable by its silhouette. Mm-hmm. Oh, silhouettes oh. are so important. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, also, like, uh, like Frank, Frank Ocean's new track. At, at at the very bottom of it, silhouettes. He, he has silhouettes for his yeah. track listing, and you can identify this. Like I can pick out, like, I can imagine the picture of like the one where he's in like the motorcycle helmet mm. and like doing like the thing with his hands like on his head, like you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. I f- I feel like it really just depends on the artist who's creative on it. Yeah. I don't know if y'all mess with like Shia LaBeouf or anything. He's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mess with Drake. Definitely thinks outside the box. I'll put it that way. Uh, but he uh, he said in like a recent interview like when he dresses himself like I don't necessarily think he has a what do you call that um, wardrobe mm. I mean he might hire someone for wardrobe but uh, even if he does it's probably just a closet that they provide for him and he just picks it off mm-hmm. but uh, he says like the one thing he thinks about most when picking his clothes is the silhouette mm-hmm. and like he thinks of that in like movies and everything he works in it's like he wants like yeah it's like silhouettes are what drives his creative process sometimes yeah no I, I was that by chance the hot ones because like i swear i <laughs> i watched it, it might have been hot ones it might have been a i think it was bbc interview really is it i did see the hot ones episode it might have been hot ones I, I the only reason why i say I've that seen both so it's <laughs> either or them, you know i just remember him saying like oh you ha- you're iconic for like t like uh regular t-shirts and like yeah, that's cool. It's like, but he just picks them out. Yeah, but they're all like old, random, like notifiable. Like he has like a '75 like NASCAR shirt. I think it was like oh, yeah. uh, Da Vinci that said like simplicity <laughs> is the ultimate sophistication. Yeah. So it's like some people think like being simple is being like basic or like uninspired, mm-hmm. but actually, Da Vinci like saw like simplicity as the ultimate in art. It's like mm-hmm. if you can provide it in a its most basic form, it's going to appeal more widely. I, I think it's a, a cool thing. I don't know. It might be a little cliche or uh, oversimplified. No pun intended. But uh. <laughs> no, I I get I like that though. I, I honestly I just think that they just need to change a lot regarding to album covers. It, it, whether it's like simple, like honestly, if you gave me like um, I don't know if the band was just called Georgia. I, there's a vinyl at my house that's just a peach on it and honestly it's like i still i love that album cover yeah it's a peach it's just example it's just a drawn peach all i'm thinking of is uh is that phoenix album with the peach on it you know what i'm gonna i don't i but i don't but i don't think it says georgia on all i'm thinking about is like but but yeah no i'm i'm completely on on that page it's like part of what draws me in like when someone tells me to listen to an album is that first impression i get from the cover itself so i will say that like definitely some kind of like curb appeal is like necessary you know i it would be a cool idea or at least like the, i in my opinion i think that it would be like a better idea to roll out music with a uh it's kind of like what you and me were talking about earlier like with the with visuals a i don't think there should be even like an album release honestly this would be a cool idea don't make an album cover until the actual release date mm-hmm. only release the songs through visuals like yeah and yeah. then once the album comes out then it's like all right cool then we have like a, the actual labeled photo because I, I don't know it makes just give it something more to because some people at least like when i got into music it's like i either sit down and i watch the 
just the art on the photo or on the screen. I'll just listen to the song, or I'll go on like Genius and look up lyrics. Yeah. Right. But I think uh, YouTube has been like a like a driving force behind all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a uh, evolving the I don't know musical pursuit itself. Because mm-hmm. like so like you can get paid through music being put on YouTube now, which is like kind of crazy. Oh shoot! It's like. I don't know. I've heard someone say like YouTube might be more influential than, or at least as influential as like the library was in the past. It's uh, like yeah. allowing for information to be spread so much quicker now, and like it's like YouTube could be more influential than the internet itself in like the next hundred years. We don't really know. Or it could crash and burn like a like a chip. Well, I mean, yeah. Even if it does, I mean, I think there's <laughs> going to be some provider. Like it, videos will never go away. Sure, videos will never go away. I really was hoping that the Nerd City video would ca- stir up a little bit more, but it didn't. Yeah. Uh, but YouTube's its own. Have you heard of an artist named Ares? Ares, yeah. No. Yeah, I really like that guy's music. Oh, like, He same. started as a YouTuber, and he's just a guy making, like, production videos. But then he, like, started making solo music, and, like... Well, I, you do know Ares? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, be, like, half a sec behind me. I, like, always <laughs> promote that guy, because, for one... I think it's just music sounds like sonically amazing, but mm-hmm. then also like talk about like having good visuals. Like his visuals are like some of the best current, in yeah. my opinion. I don't I don't mean to like get too far off track. We're actually gonna come back in a minute and talk about like the like albums and stuff that we think that are great, the hip hop albums in R and B. But I wanted to ask you guys, have you guys ever heard of this app? I, I just discovered this today. Uh, it's called Soundies. Uh, Sound I I Z. Uh, I, I I found it actually. Uh, I guess I hate to. Keep bringing Patrick up in this. <laughs> Screw you, Patrick. The most featured member that's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should call in after this, but don't call right now because it's going to mess us up. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Soundies, it's like basically it links to your Spotify and your iTunes, or I should say Apple Music, and any streaming platform that you have. Even and Napster? Any, even Napster, yeah. I know I am, like, and definitely it, <laughs> not in the, like, major groups, but and I it, still use Napster. And it lets you, like, say you have, like, a, a playlist on, like, Apple Music that's, like, 30 songs long and you don't want to, like, write it all down on a piece of paper and transfer it over to Spotify or YouTube Music. It's such a hassle. It literally does all that for you. It oh, takes yeah, it takes your amazing. Apple Music playlist and, like, puts it over on Spotify. Oh wow! That's like what so the? Useful. And like literally, you, all you gotta do is just sign into your uh, to your accounts on this platform, and it, like it'll just so I'm forward title. the title. Does it literally support everything? Yeah, I mean, it's just connect more services. Like I'm not gonna sit here and go down the whole list, but I mean, like it's Some got club, it's got game. a lot of big ones on there. I mean, it's got even Discogs on there, so that's just oh, kind of. Wow. I mean, iHeartRadio. So use Napster that. used to be Rhapsody, <laughs> but then they changed their name to Napster for some reason because they like bought the rights. Hmm. It's, it's very strange. But yeah, I've been on Rhapsody since, like, early days. Like, Rhapsody was the first streaming service, Mm -hmm. and no one used it. And then Spotify happened, and, like, blew up. Oh, it does support Napster. Okay, yeah. That's lit. You're going to have to check this out. Yeah, because then that would be actually kind of a cool way for you to, like, switch over. Well, yeah, I've never been able to check out people's playlists Mm. because, like, no one uses Napster. But now, you easily could. Now I could just forward all mine over to Napster. (laughs) Yeah. When you fix your phone... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to go to a break, but when we get back, we're actually going to talk about some of our top albums of the year. So stay tuned for that. And uh, here is Galaxy 500. You're listening to Sounds Welcome. Ayo! That's pretty good. Pretty fun. That's a good segment. Yeah. You're listening to Sounds Welcome. 
here in Studio U. All right, keep, keep going with, with the story. <laughs> okay, so um, he's just shaking everybody's hand. Okay. And eventually he gets to, like, Hannibal Burris. Doesn't know who he is and shakes him and is like, hello, I am President Jimmy Carter. And, yeah, he just found it, like, he's like, I don't do that. <laughs> he's like, I literally, when you shook my hand, you literally put all the germs from everyone in front of me onto my hand. And, I don't know, it was just hilarious. You might check out the video. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is, I mean, I feel like Hannibal is the only person that could do that to yeah. former president. <laughs> Especially someone, Jimmy f- took a fall. I think he broke his hip today or yesterday. Ooh, really? Yeah. And then like Counts a couple, couple weeks ago, he was building a house and he got like a black eye and like had to get stitches. Ouch. Like it's clocked by the house. Carter just, I, I don't know what he's doing. He just needs to slow, slow the F down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting, we're getting a call. They're, they're going to mess up the show again for us, but uh, we're going to take it. Um, hello? Oh, who, who, who is this? Oh, hey, we have, we have Jimmy on the air right now, actually. Jimmy Carter uh, decided to call in. Hang on, don't, don't, don't speak yet, Jimmy. You're not on the air. Okay, now you're, now you're, now you're talking. Hello? Wait, I, I thought I called Razor Support. Thought you called what? Razor Support. Razor? Yeah, the wheel of my scooter fell off. Yo, wait, okay, so like Hey, go commit scooter angle <laughs> Dude, just take a just take a bird Just take a bird Wait, wait, so this isn't razor support? No, wait, why are you using a razor in 2019? Get a lift, or wait, not a lift, get a bird But that's a dollar, I could ride my razor for free Yeah, but is the razor electric? No Okay, see, then that's the issue <laughs> You know, razor actually makes birds <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, like, 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 Razor makes, like, a version of Bird. They're, like, in Denver or something. Oh, what the? Oh, wow. Speaking so get one of those. I think uh, Jimmy Carter is currently in a scooter. You know, the power one? <laughs> no, Jimmy <laughs> Carter is on the phone right now. <laughs> All right. I understand this is a joke to you guys, but, like, my, my wheel fell off my scooter. I, I can call you a bird. <laughs> I just want my scooter fixed. <laughs> <laughs> But like um, we we we, 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 we got we got a couple manager. wheels in the in the shop right now. I don't know if they fit your I scooter. Your manager. I. Oh, you're you're okay. KJ, you're the manager. Yeah, what's up? Uh, your employees laughed at me, and I want my scooter. <laughs> uh, he did his job. Uh, we are not raising support. Um, can you guys play Crazy Frog? <laughs> you know what? I'll <laughs> you know, actually, that <laughs> might actually shoot. be on the list. <laughs> For tonight, you might you might get your wish fulfillment. <laughs> you might get your wish fulfilled, Mr. Carter. President Carter, I'm sorry. Axel F. Crazy Frog. Uh, you want the Beverly Hills version or the? Uh... Hey, have you have you have you listened to? Ba- Baby Babble Remix 2.0. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it goes something like Goo Goo Kaka. <laughs> okay, we're, get- we're getting back on track. Thanks for calling in. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's really, uh, 
It's sad to say, but I think he's getting sen- a little senile, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's past his prime, you know. When did we advertise that we were a razor? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's our sponsor now. <laughs> well, we are sharp, so, I mean, it's all right. You can't blame him. He's getting he's getting up there in age. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, best now. We're, we're, we're starting. We're going to start at number 37 on this. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. Let's start at 53, dude. Did, did, did you listen to James Blake's Assume Form? Yeah, I did. Okay, what did you think about this as an R&B slash kind of hip-hop album? Uh, th- this came out early in the year. I'm not going to lie. I, I really did not care for the album. <laughs> <laughs> I would say but it's R&B. It, no, it definitely. The R&B, like, it would... Re- okay, my favorite part was Andre's, Andre's verse. That was it. He went off. He went <laughs> off. It was amazing. Has Andre ne- uh, ever not... He played that live. Like I mean, like James, whenever I saw him, like a, a few weeks ago, he he did the Andre recording live. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. And you're honestly, you're right. He has never not killed a verse. That "Hello" by Erica Badu. Ooh my Hello, god. dude. That's my favorite Andre. It's so good. Uh, Who's better at features, Andre or Kendrick? Oh, uh, Andre. Uh, Andre, yeah. What? Yeah, like I, I, might I challenge that one. <laughs> okay, well, like Kendrick is so. Are you going? Are you going for quality or quantity? True. Well, because, like, qual- if we're going by quality, I mean, yeah, I feel like Kendrick's most notable feature verse at least, is going to be Control. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they're... yeah, yeah. That's the one who, like, literally established him as, like, a king. Right. I mean, how else are you going to hop on else's, someone else's track and call them out and then everyone else in the game and just slaughter the- Nah. Okay. Okay. We got we to gotta move on with the list. Okay. Okay. Did you guys listen to 36 or 35? Because I'm just going to skip them because I haven't heard them. Not familiar. I no. might actually check out the Dos Manos, Dos City. Never heard of it, but... It's, hmm. Jap- it's Japanese hip-hop, so... Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, moving on to 34, that Earth Gang Mirrorland. What do you think about this oh, album? It was solid. It was solid, yeah. It, it deserves higher on the list, I for sure. I feel. Uh, because, A, you was amazing. Everything, all the tracks on that were genuinely good. What... What what were your standout tracks from this? Because mine were definitely uh, proud of you. Yeah, like like you said. Would you say um, it has no skills? Trippin', trippin', trippin' with Kalani was good. Tri- it does, but um, I agree with that. Um, it does have some skits personally. Yeah, it uh, does. I would I mean, have. I would even say, I mean, I don't know of too many albums that don't have skips, but uh, like I haven't heard a perfect album yet. You know. I, <laughs> we'll get to that because I have at least for this year I've found I've gotten a couple. Well, KJ, I know that you're a big fan of this next one, uh, 33 on this list. Yo, Corday, he's so talented. Oh my gosh, YBN. Do, do you guys see that music video that he did uh, f- no. with uh, Anderson for uh, R and P? Was that on Lyric Eliminated? No, it no. Was, it was. I think it was directed by. Uh, I don't know who it was directed by, but I believe it was co-directed by Corday. Like it was. It was a good video. Like, yeah. holy crap. But the album itself was solid. I, For 34... For 33, like, if I'm going to do a personal, like, 15, I definitely would put it in, like... It's my top... It's in my top 15 for this How year. How old is he? He's 19. Dude, yeah, we were talking earlier, like, youth is a currency in hip-hop. Dude, do you know how old a young boy... Uh, no, I'm sorry, Enoli Choppa. Dude, he's, like, 16? Yeah, he's 16. Yeah. What? <laughs> the tr- What? It's crazy, man. Ah, I like him better than Blueface, but what's next? 
Um, well, I didn't really listen to this other like Japanese uh, hip hop, but there is like a considerable amount of Japanese hip hop on this list that I'm probably gonna check out now because I wasn't really familiar with it before. I don't have a pretty solid scene. I do. I do love Thai Boy Digital. I liked his work with uh, with Young Lean. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's a Thai rapper, so that's pretty cool. Um, Real quick side note before you hop on to that album, because I do, I really like that album. Um, my boy, uh, shoot, I actually, you know what? I'll bring it up next time, uh, next uh, after the song, be, or after this. Yeah, album. yeah, we're go- we're gonna go through like half this list and then go back to some music. So, uh, do you want to go to twenty eight now to talk about it a little bit? Yes. Dude, this Rhapsody oh. Eve album. Did you listen to this, Eric? I think I have I- not, but y'all are. I mean, I'm gonna have to now. Okay, so it samples so Watermelon Man by Herbie Hancock. It also samples Liquid Swords by uh, RZA. Yep. Yeah, uh, and every single track is named after an uh, an uh, influential uh, woman, which is pretty cool. Dude, shouts out to the females in hip hop. They are killing it right now. Yeah. No, for real. Like you got Rico. I love Rico Nasty. I love Doja Cat. Like I yeah, love like these a th- year ago. It's literally you have Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. And who else is there? I mean, I guess uh, Young Ma. Yeah, Young Ma. Like, she took a t- she took a definitely a good amount of time off though. They are killing it right now. Ooh, man, we have Likey Lee sampled on this uh, Rhapsody album. We have D'Angelo and Jizza, and then we have uh, Sir and Jid. Is it Sir or Sir? Oh, it's Sir. Yeah, <laughs> that is Sir. Yeah. Is that okay? But is it Jid or Jid? I, I always. I think it's J.I.D. Uh, it's both. He he said that his name came from uh, uh, he it was originally Jid, but people kept also doing the acronyms or like the yeah. So it's both. Yeah, and that's then, why if your name is Jid, you don't need to go all caps. <laughs> and then as 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 finishers on this album, we have features uh, along with Rhapsody. Um, we have Queen Latifah, J. Cole, and P. J. Morton. So I'm definitely gonna have to check this out. Yeah, it's There's definitely worth the names in there. It was, it, was, it was a great album. Uh, and actually, I think, uh, KJ, you're the one that made me realize that this album came out. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, do you know Emotional Oranges? Yeah. I actually do not. I've not given them, I've given them a listen to that. I know Dude. of a little-known album called um, Channel Orange. Have you all heard of it before? It, yes, mm. Channel Orange. I feel like we actually might have just played. Mm-hmm, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we also have another Tie Boy Digital album coming out at Twice. I haven't. I didn't know Tie Boy Digital was just loved on Rate Your Music. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I never heard of the dude. See, it's funny. I always use Hot New Hip Hop. Really? And like a lot of times, they will have different. Uh, like they seem to be. They'll have similar uh, rating, but uh, they are divergent quite often. Okay, but I kind of I kind of f with this uh, this uh, twenty five and twenty four selection. So coming in at twenty five on this list, we have uh, Lizzo because I love you. Mm. One of the best. It's so good. Best albums of this year, in my I'm, opinion. I I'm not gonna lie. Only it's it's an unskippable for sure. Um, nah, just she, she's a queen. Like she's she's so good. I mean, she blew up so fast. That's why I gotta like give her mad props, you know. And not to mention, she pushed the same single for like two years. Yeah, like, I know. The, that that blew my mind. It was that she, that blew up for. An extended, or she tried to get to blow up for an extended period of time. That faith in that music was great. Well, it's like, like when you know, or that shows just her her own faith to her own like art. Right. Like it's impressive, like to have that level of commitment to your own craft and know, like when you know you're good, mm-hmm. you can do stuff like that, and like it paid off. Mm, yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, next, we got uh, Ginger uh, Brockhampton on, on 24. He I'd, put, I'd, I'd put that right there, you know. Uh, I'd actually, for... Yeah, for, 20, uh, for 24. Honest, I don't know, Sugar... Sugar was tight. Sugar was amazing. Sugar was like, uh, an every, was like an everyday song for me for like almost a month. I still listen to it every day. Yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> Do you think like, they will ever top Saturation 2? Talk about an uh, album with like no skips. Dude, Saturation 2 Yeah. so good. Yeah, because I won't lie. Like uh, Ginger definitely, I had some skips. Victor Roberts is like immediate. Like if I had to redo the track listing, Victor Roberts would be number one because A, that is my favorite song. Okay, there's album. so many albums that I feel would benefit from a reorder. Ooh. There's been some Kanye albums where it's like, I like it, mm-hmm. but if I like it, say like I've played that album on shuffle before, and I'm like, this is amazing. There's some albums that could definitely benefit from a reordering, but I mean that's probably preference. You know, I mean like everyone's gonna have their own preference, but well, I mean I think uh, it's super important to put them in the right order. Well, I mean, no, I agree with that because I mean, like, uh, from Kendrick, his newest album, like the fact that it had a collector's edition that reordered it, basically just reversed it. Because like, when I re-listened to that album, because I listened to, are you talking about yeah, whenever, uh, yeah, when it just like played the album backwards, right? Yes, that uh, I didn't understand it at first. At least the appeal, because a buddy of mine bought the collector's edition, came over and was like, "Yo, I got it." I was like, "Well, the tracks are just flipped." It, it definitely does give that different experience. I maybe have reread and listened to Duckworth like mm-hmm. at a solid hour and a half. Yeah, do you remember I was pretty adverse to that? Really? Yeah. Did did, did we talk about that? I don't think so. I, I, I was pretty adverse to that um, that collector's edition like reordering, not because like I was like that's kind of cool, but I was just like the whole point of that album like I I feel like playing it backwards doesn't really make sense. Can we say the name of the album? Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I didn't uh, want to say it. Kendrick Lamar's Darn. See, darn. I, uh, <laughs> Dang. I, put, I put both Darn and uh, Good Kid, Mad City in front of To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm. And a lot of people would say that's like blasphemy. But like, I do really love To Pimp a Butterfly. But I think both of those, the two albums I mentioned, are like instant classics. If we were to go into debate about the placings of that that album, we'd be here for a lot longer. Oh yeah, that's a that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> All right, did, did, did you guys check out this uh, Sky Zoo and uh, Pete Rock? Uh, I've listened to a little bit of it. Uh, it wasn't that bad, uh, honestly. I wouldn't say it was. It wasn't the most notable for me. This is an example of a of an album cover that just does not it does not catch my eye. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I would scroll right past. <laughs> It's like, just a logo. Well, yeah. but honestly, right above it is uh, Solange's uh, When I Get Home. Yeah, dude. I, would, I would love this I album. I would scroll past that album cover, if we're being honest. You would? There's nothing special about that album cover, in my opinion. It's just her face. I, I mean, I feel that, but, like, I mean... I mean, doesn't she have, like, flowers in her hair? The, the, this is no. the point when sometimes, like, I mean, album. I can agree that, like, maybe it could have been a more creative cover, but I really, like... I, I honestly like When well, I Get Home a little bit more than... Um, the one with cranes in the sky on it. What, what was that? Is what, that the one with flowers in her hair? I yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's oh, okay, the one. Yeah, was, yeah. That, was that was that 2014? 20, 20? I thought it was 15. It was 2015, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Solange good. I mean, she's definitely posing in, like, an artful way. Solange, yes. Solange is good, but I don't really agree with how high she places in Pitchfork's lists all the time. That, yeah, that's fair. I think she gets a little <clears> bit of, like, an indie bias. Indie. Where it's like she's not the... She definitely the gets a bump. Scene, like, Beyonce, but... Yeah, she gets a 
maybe a little bit of a bump, but I think she earned her place, you know. She's talented. Yes. No. Oh, man. The community loves her. Yeah. Like, it... Apparently her live shows are amazing. You know, it, it's funny uh, with the fact that um, <clears throat> Jermaine Dupri did um, said that all female rap's very much the same. Because when you really look at this year, it is so diverse. Like, what... Like, okay, Rico is already, like, she's like a grunge punk rap. Mm-hmm. You've got Nasty, Rhapsody, yeah. which is just rapty raps, but just also the production of it is just gorgeous. And then, what, you got, you got Do- the whole, like, Hot Girl Summer thing going on. Oh, I, yo, I like love Meg. New York. I love Meg. Uh, it, oh, yeah, I didn't listen to her new album. Was it was good? good. Really? Yeah, it was good. It was, it, I don't know, it kind of, it feels like what they did with the baby. It kind of mm-hmm. feels like a project was put out. To because the hype was there, mm-hmm. because I heard Hot Girl, Hot Girl Summer before the album was even announced, and from my understanding, it was only through like tapes or like through just you know freestyles and stuff. So sometimes I feel bad for Lil Baby because Da Baby is so popular. <laughs> but they got a song together called Baby. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of skip a little bit down this list unless you guys have everything to say about this. But I I've, I've been meaning to listen to Jamila Woods Legacy Legacy. Same. Uh, and then Malibu Ken, I honestly <coughs> couldn't get through it. And as much as I, as much as I love LP, LP or wait, is, is it ASAP Rock or is it LP? I honestly, I get ASAP, ASAP Rock and LP mixed up all the time. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait, yeah, no, it is, it is ASAP Rock. Okay. okay. Yeah, I do like ASAP Rock. I liked, I liked, it, I liked the the Impossible Kid album a lot. Mm. I just feel like Malibu Kim was kind of like yeah. it was too white for me. <laughs> <laughs> that cover that. is grungy, dude. It is. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go back a little bit because I want you guys. I don't really just want to focus on this list entirely, but I want to get through it because I think that once we get towards the top of it, you guys are gonna see more albums that you like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to like I want you. I want to get your all's like raw, unadulterated like what you guys think is the best hip hop. So we're gonna go to a break, then we'll get through the rest of this list, and then we can talk a bit more freeform. Cool. That sounds cool. good. Fun. Vaping's bad, kids. Don't do it, right? Like, just don't. Get addicted to USB sticks, not actual vape sticks. Yeah, you guys want to go uh, examine those files? Yeah, like, that sounds more... (laughs) Big vibes. Big vibes. You're listening to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U, and we're in part two of our list of going down the uh, top albums, top hip-hop and R&B albums, and uh, a little bit of rap is infused in here, so... uh, Can I, uh... I'm going to real quick just want to do a quick... Not even just shout out, just like a highlight, because he is definitely more, um, a Japan-focused artist. Um, Marcus D. Oh, I've heard Marcus D, yeah. Okay, my, my friend Alex got me into him, Alex and Chan did, and Melancholy, I believe, was an amazing project. He released something last year called Ryujin no Yume, and holy crap. Wait, can you say that again real quick for the, for the audience? It is, uh, Ryujin no Yume. Okay, cool. And it is amazing. And I, I don't want to, like, just highlight, like, a last year, like, album, but he doesn't make music as often, but homie's, like, doing scores for movies now. Like, That's sick. That's yeah. so awesome. And it's, like, a, it's a dream. I believe he worked on, uh, MFKZ, the, uh, movie with, um, Vince Staples, it was a European. Oh! Yeah. Which, by the way, that movie was great. It was really entertaining to watch. I've been meaning to watch like that. Vince, he's, like, our generation's Eddie Murphy. He, that guy's so hilarious. He's our new... Okay, hear me out. He's our new age Dave Chappelle. Okay, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, not, he's our Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's he, even more accurate. Because he can do so much. 
He, he, he really can't. And I'm so excited for his show. Has it come out yet? N- I mean, par- episode one has. But I, saw, I saw the trailer for that episode. It's good. I, I, I have no idea what he's doing, but I'm happy to see that it's venturing outside of just music because, I mean, maybe it's just been the Joe Budden podcast, but, like, I'm seeing that he's just more than just music. Well, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I've seen him live once, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I did. But also, he has yeah, pretty same. severe asthma. Oh yeah, and you can definitely tell when he's on stage. Like he has to take breaks sometimes, and like he literally can't breathe. So like, I think it's not only like he's a super talented rapper, but at the same time, like he's so talented in other ways that like sometimes I think he might almost out of necessity need to branch out. I feel like he gets bored. Yeah, that is, too. Like, uh, <laughs> real quick, I'll make this short. He, I saw him in Oklahoma. He came here. Oh, with Jones? Uh, at the Jones Assembly? Uh, yes, with J- uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw him there. That was definitely more of a li- uh, a more enthusiastic performance, because I saw my gorillas in um, Missouri whenever uh, humans came out. Oh, my gosh. And, yo, that crowd was... That crowd was bougie. It was bad. It was, they did not care. He, he, he sighed on stage. Like, my first experiencing, I hear him sigh on stage. I'm like, all right, he's when, at least when, real. When, like, when, when he was rapping with gorillas, with the sky is falling, gorillas trying to catch it? They, okay, no one popped off whenever he was opening. When gorillas came on, and then he popped up, like, he literally walked off stage right after his set. Like, his verse was done. He was like, so did you feel like people weren't there for him? Oh, no. Danny Brown handled it better, though. Because Danny Brown, he was just like, uh, none of you guys care about me. But, like, he was sprinting across stage. He was making use of being in a st- stadium. I forgot you saw that, dude. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Like, I, I, I give props to both of them because they put in, they did really well. Vince Staples just killed me, though, whenever he came on for uh, Saturn's Bars and then just walks right off his, whenever his verse is done. Like, if I can say <laughs> that, like, that's, like, the like one gorilla's, like, project uh, that I would rather see live because I really wasn't that into it in the studio recording it, for humans. Their perform it, it gets weird, dude, because their whole stage was, like, a generational stage. So, like, it played everything from, like, the beginning parts from the... Important parts from the beginning of their first discography all the way to, like... I, I honestly don't even think we even whole, heard the full extent of, like, Gorillaz. So you think it but was, like, like, primarily Gorillaz crowd? It was, yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay. But I can tell you this. Whenever, like, uh, any of the guest appearances, like, all the features on, like, De La Soul was there, um, Jenny Beth, like, when they popped up, I was screaming. I was... I was screaming. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was so happy to see them, but it, it was overall a good performance. But hearing one of my favorite rappers uh, sigh on stage was like, "All right, cool. I could be disappointed on stage too sometimes. Yeah. That's all right." I mean, even if he's sighing, his voice is so like silky smooth. And <laughs> I'm there. FM was so good. Which that came out this year, if I remember correctly. No, FM came out last summer. I thought was it? I thought. I thought. I, mean, I, mean, I thought FM was kind of because remember that was right before Earl dropped his album last year. Well, I mean, it wasn't oh, right before, but there was boy. that there was that Earl feature that got everyone hyped. Yeah, yeah. But Dude, talk about someone who is beloved by the hip hop community, but like doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he enjoys making hip hop. He's so talented, like he's got bars, but he just. I feel like he just like he's just chilling. Like, <laughs> okay. did you guys listen to this little brother Billy Woods tape? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. I've heard I should check out Billy Woods, but uh, Southern hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh let's let's go to number sixteen. Zoo. Hey. Denzel Curry coming in hard with this one, dude. I won't lie, that's I my love Denzel, man. He's my top. He's that album specifically is uh, my third. 
uh, for this year. Talk about someone who can really freestyle. Talk about someone who's just, who's just verse. For real. He's just verse. Diverse. Dude, okay, his Kenny Beats, I still think that should be a, sing- a single. His Kenny Beats performance on that was gold. But Zoo, I've been going back to that still. Like, I was listening to that on the way, like, here. Like, uh, Wish, Automatic, uh, Speedboat, all of yeah, it. Speedboat. Okay, moving on. Slow tie. Nothing great about Britain. Yo, okay, so it took me a minute. That's an hilarious title. I'm not familiar, but like, yo. Yo. I don't know. You should, you should definitely check out Slow Tie. Because like, he, it's, it's just everything about him is just like, it's, it's, it's just grunt. It's like Euro grunge. It's just like, it's just grimy, you know? I, 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 it's, it's, it's not even grime, though. Would, 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 would you describe him as grime? I'd... I think grime is good. It, it's punk. I, yeah. Like, funny enough, I'm the only one in my house that likes it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it took me a minute. I think you showed me um, Inglorious. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, yeah. What do you want to say, Eric? Yeah. Go ahead. Hmm? The Queen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> if you if you haven't listened to that, I really think you is should. It good? It's, yeah, are they from? Uh, the UK? He, yeah, he is from the UK. I love grime, man. Dude, he's... Grime is so safe. Like, talk about a culture that, like, really didn't have much of a hip-hop scene, but now has literally fully embraced it. Mm-hmm. And it's just the essence of hip-hop. It's literally, like, people telling their, like, life story and, like, using their words to, like, impact their, like, surroundings and just... I don't know. I just find the grime scene as, like, one of the most potent and, like, I don't know, powerful hip-hop movements current. I feel that. So, no. t- tell me how um, uh, how Oxnard, uh, Anderson Pack's Oxnard has a lower <coughs> score than Ventura. Did you did you like Oxnard or Ventura more? I Actually, I go back to Oxnard more, but I do... It, it's weird... I feel like this is a glitch in the matrix because I I don't think Ventura is better because if anything it seems more like a, like 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 a B sides and possibly even like an outtakes from Oxnard. He, hear me out. I feel like it it, it sounds like the uh, Frank Ocean approach what he did with uh, yeah. I was literally about to say that we were talking about that a couple like episodes ago. Yeah. Like I was literally <laughs> gonna say like it is to blonde what endless was. Right. That's so crazy because like. I and this is just my theory because I don't really know how the production went, but I know that um, or how, how like how like the bureaucracy went with his uh, with his label or whatever. I don't think it was even really bureau- bureaucracy. I just he left the production of the album and mixing to um, oh man, it kills me that I can't think of his name, uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh okay okay. He left it to that. Which I don't know if that felt creatively stifled, but how all the interviews I've ever saw, he was like really like into working with Dre. It could have even been like a market decision, as in like he could have been like trying to sell records to say like an older generation, and it could have paid off. Man, it just might not be for us. Maybe like because here's the thing: like with Ventura, it that was it was amazing. Like I really hold both of them at the same regard, like level, because yeah, because I had like singles like. You wanna stay together. I was tri- I tripped on that song. Really, I, I, like that song on repeat for eight hours. Dude, that's sick. Honestly, it was. Uh, I was very wow. No, it was good. It was a good song. I think yeah. one of my favorite moments listening that, to music was the first time I listened to uh, 
Dang by Kendrick Lamar. It was literally <laughs> like almost hurricane winds outside and like lightning. And we were just bumping it. And I don't know. It's just a really good memory and definitely like reinforced the music. Like mm-hmm. it was just amazing. Okay, okay. Moving on from Ventura, because uh, we got to get through this list. We're at the number 11 spot now. Quell Chris, Guns, I know you're a big fan of this, aren't you? Actually, I've not given this a listen yet. Wait, I thought, I thought you told me that you were in a club. Maybe it was somebody else. I've not, actually. I, I heard that there was a new project, but I've not pulled, put into it yet. Yeah, I wanted, I've seen that album cover. Yeah, I wanted to see uh, what, um, what features he had on this, because I can't really remember right now, but I do know that... I think I might have been recommended that on YouTube or possibly Spotify or something. It was good, straight up. Uh, straight Shot, Guns, and uh, Obamacare mm. were, like, fantastic tracks. Okay, I'll have to give that a listen to. Did you Did you give a listen to Injury Reserve? I did. Uh, I actually am really sad to say that I have not visited that album, like, again, actually, from my initial listen. Me neither, honestly. Well, I mean, like, from, like, the month I listened to it, you know? Not even that month. Like, really? I can't remember what dropped that month with it. That, But, like, there was another album that dropped that same month that I was super into that I think I couldn't stop on I couldn't stop putting it on repeat. Um that's a really cool album cover. I forgot about it. Well, I remember see the and and, and this was their like debut like commercial uh, cuz everything else that they had before was like independent really independently released. Mhm. Uh but what was it? The song GTFU uh that that had like the one where it was like um he was like talking about like he had, like, that weird, like, spoken, almost, like, half-wrapped verse where he's, like, talking about, like, the Instagram, like, mm. clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I, I, I just kind of like that because it kind of, like, took me out of the album for a second. But, I mean, it might age badly, you know what I mean? Because it was just kind of, like, it was a very specific subject matter. <laughs> that, that actually kind of puts me... That's, the, like, one of the same complaints I have for Chance's album. Uh, but I actually... I get where you're coming from on that. I don't know if it would feel dated. I... I feel like it just need. It's a time to grow. Yeah. Like I feel like definitely next year you're gonna be coming back to like, oh, what were some albums that came out in 2019? It's like, and Andrew, all right, and listen to it and be like, wow, that was. People slept on this. What? I know. I know, I know Eric loved Gravy and Biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. That that <laughs> one slept. Slaps, dude. Wax on to Freddie Gibbs. I mean, the features on this were great because I mean, uh, towards the end of the album you had a. Uh, Dram and Dylan Brady, which is uh, a la 100 Gex. Mm. It could very well be an album that gets better over time, but like I'm gonna let it have that time, you know? Yo, okay, for real though, Corona and Lime and uh, what was it? Uh, Jailbreak? Jailbreaker? Yeah. Uh, Those were, I know those were the singles off the actual project, but those are still my favorite ones from that album. Yeah. Corona and Lime is just. (laughs) This is an interesting case. This this guy's saying that Jailbreak the test. Jailbreak the the Tesla is like a complete rip off of uh, Sophie and Charlie XCX's Room Room EP, which I kind of agree with. <laughs> you know, I I actually haven't gotten a chance to get into Charlie CX. She's extremely beautiful, but I've not listened to her music yet. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's oh my gosh, she's fine, but like can't. I've not yet. I'm still like I'm still literally suffocating myself in Wu Tang. Okay, Billy Woods and Kinesigal. Did you listen to this yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I digged it. Yeah, I really digged it. SpongeBob, whole operation on water. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see uh, Mike Jenkins on this. Is I that really a Detroit album. What? Like, where are they from? Billy Woods and actually, I don't know. East Coast is what it's showing. 
Yeah, it is showing East Coast. I don't know where Billy Wade is, but I mean, like, I feel like Detroit could be like still maybe roped into. Let's see. Oh no, they're yeah, they're New York. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. For some reason, I thought they were from Detroit, but it, it that that house looks like it's de- like in Detroit or something. Mm. Uh, you guys gonna listen to this Jaipal? Uh, it's on my list to listen to. I have not given a shot. It's yet. overrated. Really? It's really yeah. It's overrated. It's basically everyone's just like, dude, he didn't finish the album. That's that's what makes it good. What? <laughs> like all <laughs> like there's like only one finished track on the album, and all of them are kind of like still like quote unquote unfinished. And the reason behind all of it. Um, is basically well, the, the album is called Leak uh, April 13th and basically like people kept leaking his album so he just decided to leak to release it unfinished you're saying it's the Super Mario Odyssey of the rap game wait. yeah basically quality but unfinished wait hold yeah. on <laughs> holy crap I, I'd love to talk about that um, <laughs> but, but, uh, it's probably a hot take but but uh wait are you telling me that so his music kept getting leaked Oh man, he needs to get different producers and different management. Yeah, (laughs) encrypt his passwords, bro. I'm just curious on how. I don't know. It's it's kind of like how I feel about uh, Uzi. Whenever he couldn't release music, but yeah, he had leaks and people were like, "Whoa!" But he got he was supposed to get in trouble for them and he didn't get paid for them. So it was like uh, a lot mm -hmm. of people think like with the modern era and how easy it is to get hacked. Like you should literally just write down your passwords to all like your accounts. Like say like encrypt them, which basically just means like use a random number generation and like uh, basically just get like random characters mm-hmm. and then literally just like write it down in like Sharpie or something and put it in a physical safe because like if you have like your birthday and like say like a couple nouns like you can get hacked pretty easily yeah and like I don't know no I can get that though now this next one number seven uh, Mavi let the sun talk I actually have only heard like bits and pieces of uh, of not, not, I, I haven't heard it I've heard bits and pieces of people saying that it's good Say, uh, you know honestly I haven't heard much about it well <laughs> gonna be the, real the only reason why I'm highlighting it even not even just skipping directly to Danny Brown because mm-hmm. I know we've all heard uh, you know what I'm saying uh, you, wait, you, you've heard it right yep okay uh, anyways back to Mavi this and he he has the highest rated project on this list uh, at number seven. Uh, users have given it a three point nine rating, and supposedly it's like one of the best like jazz rap albums of the year. So really, yeah. I mean, for those of you that are into that, I think that would be worth checking out. Okay. Do you think it could be boosted through a jazz bias? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that especially part of it. especially on this website. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Danny Brown. You know what I'm saying? We actually did like a review of this album uh, a couple Bars. weeks ago. So good. Oh, every interview he has ever he's been doing, like with the, uh, oh, what was it? I think he did a was it a complex interview? No, it wasn't complex. Shoot, now my mind's going blank. Uh, he just he's in a different spot. Everything he's doing right now is just perfect. Like it's all like he's cleaned up. Know. Yeah, he's cleaning up for one, and then also like he seems to have a legitimate artistic vision mm-hmm. for himself. And he's completely executing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he's doing is perfect for his personality. But then also, I don't know, he's just so unique and talented in multiple ways. I cannot be more impressed by Danny Brown. Yeah, I, I will say, whenever you message me saying that, because uh, you heard it before I did, when you told me that um, Dirty Laundry was, prob- was still probably the best track, I-, I actually do agree with you on that. I still listen to that. Uh, that's on a repeat. 
Oh my god, yeah, Dirty Laundry. It's too good. Um, living my best life. Uh, the the tracks with a uh, Abunjawar, uh, that uh, the African rapper, mm. are really are really good. I I I appreciate Danny introducing me to his work because I didn't really know of him before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great stuff. Oh yeah, and that 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 JPEG Mafia verse where it sounds like he's like exhaling while he's rapping. <laughs> That's so hard to do. Yeah. Like I I've tried it and like I just start choking. Or no no I'm sorry inhaling actually like in, yeah. yeah like inhale rapping or whatever um, yeah anyways good um, clipping there existed an addiction to blood I've only heard the singles from this oh my same uh, the, I've only heard the singles but I can tell you this is that um, I'm, I'm 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 buying it it's, <laughs> I've bought, I'm it's buying it dude it's 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 dubbed as horrorcore where are they from? good okay. <laughs> well like okay if you listen to uh, Oh wow! The fact that I can't think of the album, their previous album, and I'm hurt that I can't remember. Oh, the one, the one where it's like an allegory of like slavery in space. Dude, I just re-listened to that, like blaring on speakers, and it was so good. Wait, hang on, we'll pull up the title real quick. I can't where remember the name of it. Um, it's, um, it's a lot of. It's like almost. It's 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 a lot of like um, like free verse. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's div- splendor and misery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where they're all actually from because I know uh, I feel like they're very just internet like they, they might be from like everywhere yeah well I mean I know that uh, David Diggs I I got to interview them and I also spoke to the uh, industrial like producers that are, that are in his group and this was a few years ago so it's been a while since I've tapped this interview but I just remember that um, the the producers behind David the rapper of this group like they are very very into like noise like into like harsh noise like they they're into like the roots of like ambient electronic are they all like uh what do you call it like they're not even like hip hop yeah they're yeah they're all analog yeah that's cool yeah there's not enough of that i i mean i do like the digitalization of hip hop and stuff i think 808s are super important but like you still need that like synthesizer expertise and yeah. they seem to be doing it well. Well, William Hudson and Jonathan Snipes, and then for those that uh, you know don't need or need more convincing, uh, David Diggs was Thomas Jefferson on the original cast of Hamilton. Which I refuse to go uh, see. There, I refuse to go see that because I just want a recording of the original. Me too. Yeah. Like that's what sucks is that you, they take away like the original cast of. Well, there's leaves. a recording. Oh, you, oh, you mean like a, like a live recording, like a actual professional yeah. like they never release it and I understand because it's a Broadway play they want more people to keep going but once they lose those key act those key actors I feel like it's less desirable you yeah know? same honestly like Manuel uh, what was Mark Lin-Manuel Miranda Lin-Manuel yes. Miranda sorry yeah and like I'd, I'd, I'd love to see there's original cast you know he's actually producing one so my favorite book currently he's actually working on it with uh, Amazon and they're turning it into a TV show Really? I am so excited because, like, music plays a huge role in this story. It's uh, actually Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Oh, no, if wait. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. And, uh, yeah. What's he, what's he doing with Name of the Wind? He's, uh, well, it's, so music plays a big part in that story because the main character, like, plays the lute. And, like, there's a lot of uh, imagery and, like, he performs music to, like, get by and, like, make money because he's very just like broken he's just like a bard has no chance yeah he's just basically a bard and that's how he like eats and gets by and pays for his education but uh it's so good and like y'all should all check it out but they're also adapting it to tv and i think he's the perfect person to 
adapt it because if you don't get the music right, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. And yeah, I mean, he's the perfect man for the job, I think. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, let's get done to the last of this list, and then after we go uh, get back from a break, we'll go and kind of talk about our own personal favorites. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Lil Sims. Uh, talk about the top grime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, man. I have no complaints. That is a non-skippable album, and if anything, that should be heard by everybody. Yeah, I mean, just like her just like her use of sampling in, like, the opening track, it immediately hooked me because she has, like, those, like, cartoon, like, running noises, like that, <laughs> you know, like the... It's it's just it's has so many like little like sparkles of detail that were just really fun to listen to. I would love a collab project with her and LaKelly Forty Seven. We we're, we were just talking about this at number three. Um, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib coming back. Thank God for that. <laughs> oh, they saved this year. Bandana was a great album. So good. I it, I it, I, I kind of had to like warm up on it, and I think it was just like my setting and like where I was trying to listen to it because I was with my ex at the time and like she was like sleeping so I had to like kind of like keep it on low while mm -hmm. I was like listening to it so I don't think I liked it the first time mm. but uh, it was good uh, listening to it again I uh, I won't lie I think I went to the gym for like a month straight with just listening to that album on repeat for the entire hour <laughs> that's funny I used to do that with uh, Daytona oh that will get you to lift more weight than you can <laughs> <laughs> I feel that Daytona was off mm. that was so good yes and then at number two, we have JPEG Mafia, All My Heroes Are Cornballs. I mean, that's without a debate. Like, I won't lie. I don't even put that over what's at the number one spot. I I won't lie. Actually, that though, that top three. I understand is, why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is, but... Uh, it, J, I, I don't... A, I love that he did the Dots freestyle again because I loved that freestyle. Um, every track off of it was just genuinely like I kind of got the idea of what he was going for. Like uh, BBW was great. Um, oh shoot, my bad. Uh, just man, I, I really just can't get into it. And then if I remember correctly, the leading single of that, the single release from that was um, Jesus. Was it Jesus? Help me or G oh Jesus, forgive me for I am a thought. Oh yeah, that is. Lol. That is mood and that is mood for the year. That, that is mood for the year, yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like the indie like like stoner boys like hot girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Which side note, did you guys know that Black Bear made a song called Hot uh Hot Girl Bummer? That's funny. It's actually really good. That's pretty good. <laughs> And uh, we're not going to spend too much time on this one because I feel like there's been a million podcasts already made about it, and we talked about um, him earlier in this podcast, but coming at number one is uh, Igor, Tommy the Creator. Ah, very fitting. Very, very fitting. It is there for a reason, Yeah, and I understand why it is, <laughs> but I might put it like three or lower. That's... That's fair. I mean, I can understand that. The things that I really appreciated from that album was like, Gone Gone and Thank You like that th Thank You specifically mm -hmm. I listened to like a 10 hour remix of yeah <laughs> oh yeah me too I mean can I can I just say this it's like listening to Igor for the first time compared to um, uh, Flower Boy 
like Igor was just like, oh my gosh, oh my god, oh, oh oh my gosh, like you know, just like you're just like the entire time you're just like all these samples and like all these different like sonic areas that he was hitting and like the like throwback to like '60s kind of like ballad like love music and stuff like that. All that was just like super like shocking and like exciting to hear. But I feel like Igor burned out on me a lot quicker than Flower Boy did. I can see that. It, I think it also might be ahead of its time. Like it might be even better in a year. Yeah. I just, I'm going to have to come back to it, you know? I feel that. He doesn't, I mean, in that one uh, interview that Tyler had, he doesn't even think that this is, he thinks Flower Boy was his best project. Yeah. And uh, doesn't think that this one is. This one was just what the mood he was gravitating towards, which I can understand because I think that he's looking at it through the ideas of how he executed it versus what came out. Yeah. But I think that Igor, I don't know, it was very different than what I think this year was going to be getting in music and that's what made it really special and not to mention that's probably one of the cleanest things we've gotten from Kanye in like two years and so like the fact that we only got that little feature uh, I mean that's perfect for me I'm happy that he got Kanye to feature on that and just to do speaking of Kanye it kind of has like that uh, so I said like it might be ahead and that's kind of how I view Life of Pablo First time I heard Life of Pablo, I was kind of like, what is this? And, like, has Kanye fallen off or whatever? Mm-hmm. Then, like, six months later, it was my favorite album, and I literally couldn't stop listening to it. So it could just be ahead. Like, yeah. it could just be the future. Like, KJ, KJ just kind of caught, like, what I, what I was Googling over my shoulder. <laughs> and I just wanted to, like, check, like, a date on something. But I, I, I'm basically comparing Igor to when uh, Steven Spielberg submitted Schindler's List. Uh, as his what? like as his capstone movie, when he when he went back to college. Oh, oh okay, yeah. that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, because like Igor was kind of like a presentation for Tyler's ability. Yeah. As a, oh as, yeah, as I can a, see that. He, he definitely uses a lot of uh, more like experimental like chord produ- chord progressions that like aren't often seen in hip hop. You know. The day after uh, the day after Igor dropped, he tweeted. So which one of y'all uh, MFers are going to let me? Uh, produce your album yeah and it's just like i, I kind of get that because not Khaled. <laughs> not Khaled. oh <laughs> talk about the trashest album of the year but yeah well uh I'm yeah khalid wasn't on this list oh yeah khalid i mean I, I just could be biased but i like khalid I, I like his music khalid's more more billboard this was like this was like a very pretentious list and that's why after the break we're gonna go back and we're gonna talk about what our personal favorites were because i know that we didn't cover everything and we haven't even talked about the worst out al- worst Hip hop rap album of the year, right? Which is coming up, but uh, you all know what it is. Uh, Chance, <laughs> <laughs> big big old day, mm, the bigot day. But yeah, the bigot day. <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna hear more about our favorites whenever we come back. So stay tuned. You're listening to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U. Welcome back to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U, and uh, now we're going into sort of the uh, free for all round where we're. Uh, we're done looking at this pretentious rate your music list of hip hop R and B albums. We're just going to talk about the ones that really hit us uh, uh, this year, and then we're, we're going we're to end it by uh, trashing Chance the Rapper because uh, he, he he doesn't deserve any spot on these lists. So, yeah, that guy needs to take a sabbatical in Miami and start making some real hip hop for real. <laughs> he needs a ch- he, he, I definitely he definitely needs a state change. Like, yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing is like, I feel like he will, though, if he's smart. 
Ah, I don't, we were I don't, talking earlier though. He might be purposefully trying to fall off. That's the thing True. is, Chance, Chance has not changed at all. No. Yeah, he's still repping Chicago like it's nothing. Like, I, which pr- proud of him for doing that. Like, everything that he has been doing so far has been like, you know, from Ten Day to uh, Coloring. Well, not Coloring Book, but Acid Rap to Coloring Book. Like all of those projects, those were solid. But I mean. I also think about like to pimp, or not to pimp a butterfly, but T Lop. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I hear like how his vision was to do like ultralight beam and just that he had a huge hand in how that sign design sound design went, hearing like the potentials and then not to mention the little snippets that we got like was it last year or was it early this year where I we got like the Arthur year. hand like and all that. I think it might have been last year. See, and the, the that gave a lot of hope. Like oh. Oh man, these are going to be amazing! Like mm-hmm. his next project, his debut album is going to be even those gold. even those singles last year with like Ace and Ingleside and uh, yeah, uh, While I Cam or whatever. Like those were like I literally bumped those and I still do. Yeah, like they're great. But then uh, I feel like he took like a concept album of here's the concept of I love my wife, and no one's knocking him for loving his wife. Like, yeah. hey man, props. Not a lot, a lot of people are just chick chasing, so it's cool. But it's kind of just like an and, right? <laughs> Especially with a like he pulled Amigos three, yeah. And I'm not cool with that. <laughs> like uh, that's why it made me mad about Amigos was like they dropped like a double album. They weren't a double album artist, and then when you take with Chance, like he could be, he has that potential. Like take the ideas that he that he's presented in the past and then apply it to something new. Definitely could. But if I'm hearing I love my wife about, you know, over an hour, I mean, I don't have a wife, so I can't love my wife. Yeah. So, like, how, like, what, I feel like I just got, like, I got shoved down my throat. It was just like, yo. We're all, we're all going to have wives one day and just be like, okay, I love, my, right. wife. I yeah. love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, like, six years where everyone's just going to be like, you know what? Chance's album was so tight. Good. Like, I... And I, it never hit this way. Like what? Now I will say the um, that Death Cab for Cutie feature was amazing. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I love that one song. Now I like to meet with people and tell them that Hot Shower was peak performance male rapping. I know it's not because it's it's very <laughs> experimental and like it's almost a blast from the past. But like, do we need that? It just sounds whack. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think. Like I, I, I've done a lyric deep dive on the hot shower, and it just irritates me more and more. Wasn't yeah. it like I, I, I think Patrick may, maybe said this. I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I just always go back to Patrick. But uh, he, it was like this Chance album sounded like everyone in the room like wanted to like give him some, some critique, but everyone was just like too like tight lip to like oh, open yeah. their mouth. You know, like everyone's just kind of like sitting back like. I don't know, man. Like, but like they didn't, they didn't say it. They, they, yeah, they didn't voice their opinion. That's why you gotta opinion. have, you gotta like. It's because you, you it doesn't check, take critique. You gotta check your homies. Like you might need to sometimes play a trash track in front of your homies to like then be like, to like see if they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, that's amazing, man. Yeah. But like, you want them to be truthful. Like, you you, you gotta be brutally honest for me to respect your opinion. You know. And to be honest, he could be also in that mind spot. And sorry to cut off, but like, it, he's also could be in that mind space of that he's not wanting to. Um, he doesn't have that. Like I can say from like personal experience, like 
when you don't have people who are actually willing to listen to your music and then give you feedback, mm-hmm. like I, I'm coming from like someone who doesn't, who's not known. That's hard as can be already. But even being super known, you're being known for your music, your beat choices, and everything that you've done in the past. So now when you're, it's come to your debut moment and you're ironclad on this idea, I don't even think he was really asking, "Yo, homie, was was popping?" Mm-hmm. Nah, he's probably just thinking like, "Yo." They like this. This is what I want to do. I think it's going to sound great. And it, it, in some ways, it does sound great. But I think as a project of delivering from what he's done, yeah, I think it's also well said, yeah. a good case of, like, like hype being a dangerous thing. You yeah. Know? It's like, if you have hype behind your project that everyone knows is coming out, it's very hard to, like, live up to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that in, like, games. We see that in hip-hop. We see that in all sorts of art forms. And, like, sometimes I, th- I think, like, the Frank Ocean strategy of just, like, literally dropping off the face of the earth, making your music, perfecting it, ne- t- don't tell anyone when it's going to drop, and just drop it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, it, I don't know. It's just, like, sometimes I think having a due date or, like, a deadline, it can kind of hurt the art because, I don't know. You, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I definitely do because... Uh, man, this just doesn't feel. His project just didn't feel like it was long lasting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no. it, I think it's his worst work. Yeah, by far. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I really can't say that there's a song that I've actually gone aside from the Death Cat for Cutie feature. I really have not gone back to a single song from that album, mm-hmm. except to make fun of Hot Shower. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess like I guess we kind of did things in like reverse order. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, it's all good. To the, I, I, we're, we're all very adamant about trash, trashing Chance. So that's, all, that's all good. But uh, do, you, do you guys have any honorable honorable mentions? Man, I can't talk tonight. Wow. Honorable mentions? Yeah. Uh, I definitely would have to say, and I, as I pull up my just like little folder of music, uh, I definitely would say Wale's album was... Oh, dude. Okay, so many people sleep on Wale. Yeah. He's so talented. Well, like this album, he really tried to tell people, like, yo, you're sleeping on me and I'm mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sumi was amazing. I see, like, Wale and also T-Pain don't mm-hmm. get the respect they deserve sometimes. I think, t- I think T-Pain does. I think he, like, okay, I don't know if you know, that he has a radio show. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a, well, actually, it's more of a production show. He, uh, he has people come on to make beats, and then cool. he makes it with them. I gotta check that out. Yeah, it's really cool. That's he does really cool, actually. He's an episode with Kenny, and it's, oh, he's, that's he, awesome. his mind's, like, blown. He's like, how do you work so quickly? But... No, I definitely get hotkeys, man. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I definitely would say like Wale's album was super solid. I very much appreciated that album. I know we talked about Mirrorland earlier. Um, that is still regarded as one of my favorites. Summer Walker, it's not rap, but it's R and B. Well, I mean, it's kind of rap, but yeah, rapping yeah, at R and B, it's still like that ooh. constitutes. Shouts out to uh, Amir Vaughn's Emmanuel. Yes, Amir Emmanuel. Is it Van? I think it's Van, yeah. Uh, so I've always said Vaughn. Uh, anyway, like, gosh, he—he's he's just a mere Van. He hit the ball that he wasn't supposed to hit out of the park. He—he, he, <laughs> what I love is that it, it caused about as much of a stir as um, Ginger did. Wait, is that is is his name like a play? Like, is he just Emmanuel in a mere Van? Is that uh, like is that like what he's trying to imply there? I thought that Emmanuel was his father's name. It was, but like. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get that. Like, there's like maybe double, maybe maybe triple meanings, but like, mm. I've I've heard some people like touting that, like, I don't know that theory that like, especially now that he's very like loner, like he's just like, 
a manual and a, and, and a mirror van, like the manual to that car. I, if I could, hmm. I never even. That's cool. I never even saw yeah, that. Neither did I. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just. Maybe I just pulled out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I I definitely think though that. Uh, exp- from members of Brockhampton, I definitely feel like he's going to be someone that's going to continue to keep a name, just like how there's going to be very few people within the Brockhampton community, or actual band itself, that actually is going to make a prosperous, like, career outside of when the couch is, you know, gone. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you got Ramil and you got Jabari. They do beat production, and then they are now doing music with Kenny and Smino. And then not to mention... Yeah, you, you got, got Joba working with Blood Orange... I didn't even know that. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he was on that new Blood Orange. Oh, I mean, shout out to that Blood Orange mixtape. I forgot about that. What? Yeah, do you not listen to that this year? No. Yeah, dude, it's pretty, it's pretty lit. Dude, and also think, he gets all of the royalties. He doesn't have to split that with anybody. Where Brock Hanneman gets split, what, seven ways? Mm-hmm. Six ways? He doesn't, he gets all of that money. Wow. Is that, is that how it works? Well, I mean, think any band that then has a split and someone goes solo think um who's the fifth harmony girl yeah uh camila cabello yeah yeah yeah. like that's the thing about uh like bands having members go solo a lot of times it's like a selfish action because they don't want to split that money anymore and like if you have that fan base you know they're all going to listen to it so it's I mean, it, it's kind of selfish, but uh, since he's kicked out, basically, he didn't split. He's not selfishly going solo. He literally can't be in the band anymore. So like. Yeah, and all that all that, um, all that, that money was before RCA signing. Mm-hmm. Well, and, which, like, all of the... He still gets royalties from all three saturations. So, like, yeah. he's... I mean, that's probably what's paying for his studio time, yeah. currently for his current stuff. But I can definitely under- understand, like, his anger for... Uh, two albums out of him being kicked out and they're still talking bringing him up in small ways i can understand him popping off on an album naming a song called los angeles and going in saying i lost my friends and they still use my name as a meal ticket oh, I was about yeah. to say that, like dude like i love brock hampton but like he's like a poet yeah like they kicked out a key member and then the best voice and you think Straight that he up. wouldn't like yes he took like two years two years off right yeah yeah but, I mean, wouldn't expect him to not come back. I was waiting patiently for him to come back, and I know that other people were too. So whenever it, that did drop, I know that people were just as excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I say he has the best voice, I'm talking Sonics. I'm not talking necessarily his theming or his uh, messages. Yeah. He, he just literally, I think he has top five vocality in the rap game right now. Well, he he, he has the most interesting ex- exposition, like of, or like just like his stories that he tells about his like past life, you know? Yeah. He's a storyteller for sure. Mm-hmm. And especially considering that we've known a good amount of his past, and then now he's dealing, we're dealing with stuff that in his present and the past of the past two years that we didn't get to hear, mm-hmm. I know that we're just going to get more. So I feel like Manuel was like, uh, was like the uh, whipped topping on top of the ice cream, and next oh, year will be... Sure. Because I know we're going to get so much more. Can I can I name off three honor, honorable honorable mentions? Yes. I can't say honorable today. <laughs> honorable. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna give up on that word. <laughs> uh, okay, so I just I, I just saw this scrolling down and I completely forgot about it. But the young nudie and Pierre Bourne. Have not heard it. Dude, I love nudie, dude, and he clapped off on this on this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should listen to. Um, hey Pierre. 
<laughs> yeah, like what is it? What is this uh, series like Slime Ball or something like that? That's mm. not the same Pierre, right? Or is yeah, it? no, yeah, it is. That, that's Pierre. Yeah, dude. Dude, he's a rapper now. <laughs> I think. I, I think it might have been the. I was like production. making a joke just literally based on the name Pierre, but is that the like YouTuber guy? Yeah, I'm pretty straight sure. up. Dang, dude. I'm pretty sure. I and check then that um, out. another one that I have for uh, that a lot of people. Um, I, I I feel like it doesn't get enough recognition in like the hip hop and R and B is uh, Billie Eilish. Yeah, oh. well she has she's a little, she's a little bit pop production, but, but almost ballads. Yeah, I, I like her. Uh, sometimes I think she goes a little too dark. Yeah, but uh, I mean it's a move. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be an advocate and say that I'm I don't like her music. That's fine. But it's uh, here's the thing. I think it's actually I think it's good and uh, impressive music, but it's not the style. If you would have came at me back when I was early high school, I feel like I would have been a dr- bit more drawn into it. That's kind of how I am with Khalid. Mm, see, yeah, no, same thing. Like it's a f- some of the first times I've ever been like, oh, this is the generation behind me. Mm-hmm. It's like where my whole life it's been like current. These are all songs that I'm going to listen to for the rest, rest of my life. Like, this is made for me type thing. Yep. And now it's like Billie Eilish and Khalid are kind of two examples of, like, I feel the industry being, like, lagging behind me. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, I guess it makes me feel old even though I'm not. But, like, I still like both. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting to see the industry, like, move younger than myself. Yeah. And then just last one I got to mention is uh, Arizona Baby, uh, Kevin Abstract. I like that album. I, I, it was not. It wasn't that bad. I, I definitely appreciated that. I, I don't know. I've only really gave that like one good listen. So like, that's fair. I mean, a, a lot of people were just kind of like, yeah, this is like an extension of the, the Brockhampton line. But yeah, well, I would like to. I, I give mad props to Ramil because he's definitely just keep, kept proving that he's very versatile. Because he was on the uh, isolation uh, from, uh, what's her Caliuchis. Oh yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, and that I was that was the first time I heard that a Brockhampton member was doing making moves outside of the group, and I was like, "Wow, Caliuch! All right, cool. I I'm I'm down with that." Who's that? A uh, LA band or group that made uh, Money Machine? Oh, uh, 100 Gex. Dude, I don't know <laughs> if they're hip hop, but they I think are I think they're like rap in some way. Yeah, one of the more experimental uh, bands I've seen in the last several years and like I really um, appreciate their like reckless abandon and like they don't care what people think you know Mm -hmm. they're just making what they want to make without any sort of filter and I I just I mean I I like it yeah and Dylan Brady did a production with um, we're gonna pull it up because I can't always remember the the work that he's uh, done but I mean, he's 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 been involved with hip hop for at least like the last four years. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he worked with uh, Josh Pan, which was like an R and B release, mm. and then he worked with. Oh my gosh, Eric! You know, you know, I showed you this guy. Um, when I'm gone, it is here. This is that. Uh, uh, uh. You yeah, know what I'm talking good. about? Um, are they the ones that like pitch it down? Hang on, we're gonna see if, if he pops up on this credit. He does, he does, he does. Hang on. It it, it wasn't a very popular re- release at all. Oh, uh Tony Valor. 
Tony Bullard, this you're, you'll, you're, you'll recognize it after I show you this little album cover right here. Oh, yes. That, that guy's talented, but, like, underrated. not popular. Underrated. Yeah, like, yeah, you should look up Tony, Tony Bullard. On the rise. Okay. Yeah. Like, he talked about, like, visuals. Mm -hmm. His All of his music videos are great. Mm. He, I think he'll, if he doesn't pop off, it's a shame. But, mm. I mean, not everyone that. gets the light shine on him, you know. He's he's also kind of older too. Like he's not like he's not youthful, like like we were saying earlier. Like 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 youth is a, is a currency. He's like maybe like twenty five or twenty six. Like, I mean, what am I saying? Like I'm twenty three. I I shouldn't be selling myself that that short. But you know what I mean. Like he's not like, you know, this like eighteen nineteen year old like in his prime sort of like. Well, and I think that's good though, because that means that his longevity is probably gonna last, even if it's not uh even if it's not popping now. I mean, like think about Pump for example. We haven't heard anything from him this year. The last thing we did hear from him was the Kanye track, which that got memed to beyond belief. Yeah. So, I mean, and he... It caused I, Kanye to become a Christian convert. <laughs> he was like, Lord, I must repent for this raunchy... But you must remember, he is bipolar. So you don't know if on a Tuesday he's a Christian and on a Wednesday he's like... Practicing yeah. Santeria. I'm, all, I'm only devil music. I'm only referencing <laughs> his like his his monologue that he went off like the, the other night about how he was saying like he he was like a, a Christian convert like very recently. No, I think he's legitimately doing that right now. But uh, I mean, like he, I, I mean, it's it's his own faith, right? I mean, I'm not here to like get into like a religious debate, but it's like he can only Kanye knows if he's being truthful. Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. So because because like we, we all know Jesus walks came out a long time ago, mm. so well, I mean. I forgot that. I mean, don't also forget that one day on television he chose very badly to question his wife's wardrobe. You can tell. Wait, did you guys? Okay, you guys saw that because, like, wait. Actually, I don't know if he's he, very impulsive. He he told Kim that he finds that he doesn't like it that she dresses uh, super sexy often. Often, and it's like I understand that. That's literally how she makes money. That's <laughs> but that's the thing is like he was her as like clothing designer for a good amount of her career after they got together. Like he's the reason why she did the whole um, breaking the internet, like the that photo, like that photo shoot of yeah. her. Like he's the reason for that. So it's like him, like that's why even she said in the videos, like I get you're in your own space, but you don't need to come into like mine to invade it. Like, I hope they don't break up. Oh, I don't think so. They have three kids they, now. Yeah. Yeah. No way. I just think Kanye's a lot to deal with, <laughs> and like Kim's capable. <laughs> and and even if they even if they did break up, they'd end up being like uh, was it Chloe and Scott? On oh Q yeah, I feel like it'd be. I don't know. For some reason, I. F is it, I just is don't want to see it, Kanye in that space. Oh, dude. I just don't want to see Kanye. About, uh, dude, no, he's no no he no he's crazy. been no like he's like been on he's been on keeping up with the Kardashians this season a lot more than he ever has. That's scary. Yeah, that's well okay. He's probably got more free time now besides Sunday services, which. Real quick, on a side note, I just would like to very much honorably mention uh, BJ, the Chicago Kid. That album that he dropped this year. No, I'm sorry, it's Courtney and Scott. I got the names mixed up. What's y'all's yep. opinion of, uh, what's her name? Cash Me Outside? <laughs> She's like a rapper now. A uh, bad, or what is her name? Like, uh, uh, Cash Me Outside. Bad How baby? about that? Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all what do think? Uh, that first song. Talk about someone who's like, got like youth. Well, Okay, I don't know who ghost wrote for her, so I, I, I can't Is remember. Is she ghostwritten? Uh, yeah. I would have assumed so. Oh, yeah. She got brains damage. Huh? <laughs> she's got brains damage. I'd, her, I'm just saying, she's, she's stupid. Whoever ghost wrote her first song, though, definitely. I think it was actually uh, Lil Boat. 
Yeah, no. Really? Yeah, well, they're both industry plants. Well, the thing, <laughs> well, as you know, Boat uh, dipped out of the scene. Like he's not really popular. Like Little Boat th- uh, two and three were garbage. What is he even doing? Is he, he, did he just get his money and bounce? I, I think that the wave. He literally like couldn't get over the wave. I don't. I don't even care, man. I. <laughs> I never. Okay, I liked Yachty's, like first handful of videos mm-hmm. because they seem very DIY and like it almost seemed like he was making them at home mm-hmm. but I legitimately think he was like an industry plant that was like creating that image mm-hmm. and like because he seems insincere like I just I don't like Yachty dude he's just it, it's just like there's nobody who's better at that kind of act than Lil B and like honestly <laughs> he's a Lil B wannabe yeah he know. is a Lil B wannabe and it's just like dude like you're not even that funny like and then and then, and and then he he tried he tried to make himself seem more interesting by being straight edge or maybe it's just some of the people like my life that were just like dude you already straight edge like isn't that kind of cool and it's like dude I don't care there like I don't I don't I don't I don't care one way or another it's just like honestly if he wasn't straight edge he would be he would be laying on the floor gargling his own spit because he's stupid. Like, <laughs> Yachty is stupid. Vince okay, is, Vince is straight edge, and yeah, he got asthma, and he's still killing it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I no. mean, so 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 is Tyler, right? So it's like it's like oh, they're, yeah, dude, they're Vince and Tyler are infinitely better, in my opinion, than Yachty. It's like if Yachty wasn't straight edge, he would he would be a non-functional human being because he's just because <laughs> like I don't, I don't I don't even care like. His, his his stupidity makes me upset. Like, he's literally red hair dye the rapper. Yeah. He's literally that 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 that, that, that freaking Hawaiian punch kid, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when he said uh, he's like the red hair dye, I was like, trippy red. He's like, his project that he dropped this year wasn't uh, that bad. It's not, not something uh, notable. I'm a big ugly cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, did y'all see Joji's new track? I dude, Joji is so such an anomaly to me. What do you think about him? Like, I just like I can't not see Filthy Frank. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's like he's trying to be someone who's not. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he he seems to have talent, but like, I just like I don't know. I can't not see like hair cake. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, the hair cake. Video. Like I, I just I can't get past it. And, like, I almost wish he was still making Filthy Frank stuff, but I just think he can't do it anymore. He physically. He, no, he physically. Well, yeah, physically and mentally he can't because it gave him uh, uh, He was having seizures from it. What? Yeah. Oh, you know that? His, um, his fan base literally spat on him and told him, we want more content of you doing more like what he usually did because he had a vlog that said, uh, I can't keep up with it because it's, like, those spasms are real. And so then they said, nah, he deleted the video. And then that's whenever you started noticing, like, the uploads are, like, three months to, like, four months to a year. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... I wonder which one was, like, more toxic of the... Like, was it something he ingested that, like, got him to have these, like... Oh, wait, no. Th- these seizures? are, like, bodily strains. Like, oh, so you're saying, like, when he goes into the character, it, like, taxes him? Yeah. Ah. Like, he's... It's from stress that, like... So I he, thought it might have been, like, literally something he ate. That for those that, like, are just completely up. lost right now, like, we're just talking about this YouTuber. And, like, you, you should probably know him anyways, because he's, like, the, the guy that kind of started, like, the Harlem Shake. Yeah. If you all remember yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, besides that, like, he had, like, a very, like, in-depth sort of, like... YouTube. Physical comedy 
physical comedy, yeah, where basically he played multiple characters and it just kind of like, I don't, I don't blame his not wanting to do it anymore because it was kind of just like, it's like, hey, you're the guy. I want you to do something stupid and wacky on the camera, like. And he know, was that. Yeah. It, it sucks that he's not really friends with like the people who he did make those videos with. Is he not? Uh, if you, well, it's ever, like um, Maximofo and Idubs and, and anything for views. Anything for uh, views. And, yeah. uh, they, uh, the theory is that, uh, or I guess he was there. Who's the guy that like? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, how, how too basic? Yeah. Yeah. They were all. So they're not cool anymore. I, uh, Matt, he, he was best friends with Max above everyone and Ian. Uh, but they, he was just like, he got into music and got into it so hard that, uh, he, they don't really talk. Just one of their episodes on podcast. They were like, they seem close and I don't know. It's unfortunate. It's, but I I don't know. His Chloe Burbank project though, way back when was my favorite thing. And I still feel like he hasn't made anything. Well, now, now uh, like anything for views and Max Mofo just have like that podcast where they just like drink like alcohol and like interview like like that like that that Gus Johnson show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I won't lie, that is one of the most entertaining, and you you'll get I better. Seen de- it. It's oh man, it's funny. Yeah, I like it. Super, the, check out the Super Mega one. It was to I was dying. I it, should I, I I shouldn't just say it's just them drinking alcohol. Like it's actually like a lot of funny jokes. Like they're talk. It's so much YouTube culture. Like it's yeah. just them talking about YouTube culture. Like they got PewDiePie on there. Yeah, they did. And <laughs> I mean, do they film in Australia? I think they do. Yeah. Well, they. I know yeah. Max is from Australia. Yep. Yeah, no, they, uh, they live in. Uh, they live in Australia because everyone who comes down there, they make usually videos with them for like a week. Sydney or Melbourne or something. Or? Uh, I want to say. Those are the only two cities. No, I'm kidding. Those are the only two cities I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, any any last words? We can kind of wrap up for like the next two or three minutes. Okay, a uh, couple just really solid so- uh, albums. The Chasing Summer from Sir, mm, yeah, that was solid. Uh, really enjoyed that. Do y'all think uh, Rich Brian fell off? No, actually, I think that he had a good album this year. Yeah, I think that sailing or sailing sailor. Yeah, no, it was yellow. Oh no, yeah. I- no, it was like the one about sailing, or like it was about kind of like the sailor or something. I don't know. Maybe that's a single. I don't know. I think uh, it is yellow, or no? Uh, nope, the sailor. Yeah, it's called the sailor. What uh, is that a single? No, that's the album. No, but yellow. yellow. Oh, yellow. Uh, that might be his future project. That or something. I think that was his last album. Last album. Hmm, not popping up in either. Uh, why weird. are you calling him yellow, huh? Dude. <laughs> oh, it was that connection. <laughs> it was. It, it is a single. Oh no, it is an album. What the heck? No, it is a single. My bad. So many different. I hate YouTube music. <laughs> uh, but I don't think so. I think he just succumbed to having a really, really popping single, supplementing it with another ad par, like semi par, because I remember the song afterwards got very viral, and then after that, it's like, eh. yeah. Uh, aside from that. Shoot. I thought he was gonna be a mogul dude when he like his first couple songs mm. before he changed his name. Like, it's because he, he changed nothing his... but potential. Like, it's because he, he changed his name. He could have literally <laughs> risen to like his, his old name was OP. Though. He had infinite potential. Rich Chiga, man, yeah. no, that was that was gold. Like that was original. Also, I really advise listening to the new Casanova album and uh, Maxo Cream. Dude, uh, very oh, good, rappy, rappy. Have you heard 5200? Yes. Dude, that song is amazing. So, right. 
Oh man. D two hundred. What is it? I forget. Different way. <laughs> I want that. I want that snippet. It just different ways. Only other, uh, honestly, there's only one other project I just would very much like to express was really good, and it came out last year, so it's not even a contender for like a good album, like the best album this year. Dude, uh, Maxo is underrated for sure. Oh, but he's he also from that like underground scene where it's like I feel like a lot of those guys don't get the respect they deserve. I, was he a battle rapper? I can't uh, remember. I'm not he sure. Might have been. I don't know his story too much. Do you know much of Reason TDE, or uh, just Reason? Uh yeah yeah I, I did a reason yeah he is that his out al- his most recent album that has currently been my on repeat since then I need I need to go back to that project honestly it's I liked it really good yeah. I don't understand how TDE gets these amazing artists that don't gain a lot of traction yeah I mean I think part of it is just like you know I mean TDE TDE is still growing and I think that right now at this point like they've like siphoned a lot of good talent it's just like what to do with that next is like the real well also like we're in the era of like hip-hop dominance oh yeah like uh supremacy to where like imagine like how many good rock and roll bands there were in like Mm -hmm. 85 you know it's Mm. like probably hundreds that never got acclaim that like should have and And i and i and i think rap and hip-hop might even be like like a higher like exponent of that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean it's a direct evolution. Yeah, it's like longer than that one. Almost. Do, do we still have time? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. one more thing. Okay, we we all screwed up because we never talked about the new Schoolboy Q album. Oh, that was amazing. Yes. It was good, and man, I love the switch lanes between the music of Oxymoron to Blank Face, like all of it. This, I loved his excuse of like. Is he titty? Yeah, yeah, he is TDE. I forget yeah. that sometimes. TDE has so many people that just don't make music. It's f- weird. Like you don't expect like uh, don't Zac- make music. <laughs> no, no that, that's not even a joke. Like Zakari, yeah. he got hired before he even made a song. Oh yeah, Zakari, yeah. Like which that project was great too, but like Zakari got hired on before he even did a, a like even a feature. They just one of the guys liked his voice like in the background, and then was like, "All right, cool, we'll sign you." And then eventually they got him to where he's at now. It's like. Nah, TDE, it's weird. It's like, oh, hey, you like a, you like a KFC versus uh, churches? All right, let's go. Like, it's preference. It's weird. Yeah. Top's weird. Kendrick's odd. Like, I love them both. Love Absol. them all. Absol. He's like Absol. literally in a different universe. It's- Absol. Okay, can I, can I say, though, Absol is the... Um- Oh god! Why, why am I blanking on it? Oh no! The Absol is the Hopson of TDE. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I dude. Guess. Okay, did you know? Is that bad? You know is that accurate? Know. I don't know. Mike feel like it's accurate. Well, <laughs> he's considering quitting hip hop. Who? Uh, Hopson. I mean, his last album wasn't good. Sure, sure. It well, was I like good. a lot of his <laughs> Ill Mind series. Well, his Ill Mind. And, like he's such a non-conformist when it comes to hip hop. Like he literally does his own thing but yet still doesn't, I think, get the acclaim he deserves. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I mean, if you make a good album, you'll get acclaim, and like sometimes his production is a little lackluster. But like, I feel like he should have the opportunity to like feature some of the like more prominent artists, but like he seems just ousted by the industry. Well, like, it's like they're afraid of him to like feature with him with like prominent artists because they know like if Hobson is allowed to be at the top of the scene, he'll just run with it and, like, could even, like, sit on the throne 
in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's like has bars, mm-hmm. but he probably will never even get close to the throne because nobody wants him to. I, I can understand your your feeling on that. He's a really like heady dude, as in like he just wants his verses are very uh, ironclad to what he his views are, and the, the, you're right, they are solid because like there's no doubt he can rap. Yeah. But, like, regarding to getting his vision out, I definitely think that he, he's... There's another artist I'm trying to think of that just kind of, like, their vision their vision and their... Uh, not, I want to say morals, but just, like, what they are... How they execute it, like, being a straight edge. Yeah. Some people are like, yeah, that's cool. Like, yo, you straight edge? All right, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do my thing. But then you have people who are, like, Hobson that are, like... Yo, that's not good for the mind. Like, he's, like, I've literally heard, and I don't know him super well, but he just comes off the personality of, like, he's very aggressive. He almost has DMX vibes. Yes. He's, which, I got to meet DMX, and he's very weird. What? Yeah. Um, He was, he stayed at my hotel. Was this after he got out of prison recently? This was, like, How did I not hear about this? This is, like, two or three months ago. No, this was like two or three months ago. He uh, was sta- he. It was when he played a show here in Oklahoma. He stayed at my hotel, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot, but can I ask for a photo? Because I couldn't go to your show." And he's like, "Yeah, uh, go ahead." His they tra- checked into rehab like this week. So, but by choice, like he did it. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I was happy to hear that for him. I wish I could find that photo. But that's all. That's all the albums I have to shout out. Well. Thank you, thank you so much for coming on because I feel like we covered a lot on this cast and I couldn't have done it without you two. So no problem, it was super fun. Yeah, but um, yeah, shout out to KJ, shout out to Eric, and also shout out to uh, Quality Time. I think uh, I think we're gonna sign off here, but you've been listening to uh, Sounds Welcome here on Studio U, and uh, here's to uh, the end of Hobson's career. Uh, enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy this next track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.